You're on Energy Groove Radio. This is the Music Weekly. Jackson will be back with you very, very soon. Right now, though, uh, I have Patrick Pierce on the line with me now. He is one part of Pierce Brothers, who I'm sure you've heard of. They have just dropped a new single, which is called Brother, and it's actually the final taste of a brand new album uh, that we have from them. Uh, the album is called Into the Great Unknown, and it is out today. Now, Patrick joins me on the line now. He's down in Victoria. Um, Patrick, how are you going? I understand you've had a busy day and you've picked up the touring van, which is very exciting news indeed. Yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a bit of a run around, but um, we got the van now, so next stop, lose it. Um, I guess on that note, before we talk about the single, um, it's very exciting to hear that you have some shows coming up in March, April, and May. Tell us about how you're feeling in light of uh, getting out and playing live again. We're all just so excited. You know, it's, it's just gonna be it's gonna be great. We've got a whole bunch of new ideas that we're gonna be working on. So um, no, we can't wait. It's gonna be fantastic. Brilliant. So tell us about the genesis of Brother. This is your latest single. Where did this track begin? Um, you guys uh, seem to have quite a tight knit relationship between yourselves as siblings. Yeah. So we're, we're actually the youngest of five kids. Like Mum and Dad were going for four and got twins. So um, so we sort of. Uh, we were in Amsterdam. We were on tour in Europe when uh, we sort of came up with this song, and um, we were about to play like one of the biggest headline shows we've ever played. And uh, Jack wanted to sort of, sort of run up onto the third level of this venue called Paradiso, and um, but we didn't have a song. He wanted to go sing with the crowd. We didn't really have a song that did that. And so then Jack was speaking about this song that he'd just written. It was a lot about being homesick and sort of about missing the family and always being away on tour. Uh, and it was written for our older brother, Justin. And um, so then, yeah, he sort of sang it to me. And then we came up with this chorus. And it was just a really sort of big sing-along chorus. So uh, we played it. And then after the show, they sort of sang the whole thing back to us, which was just phenomenal. And it's kind of just become a crowd favourite from there. It took us a couple of years to get in the studio. And then we finally sort of got it right. Because before that, it just sounded like a footy song. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though, that, um, you know, you have songs about one sibling and then the other sibling needs a song as well? You have to balance it out. <laughs> it, it, it really is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> We've covered everyone now, so, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're all good for now. Now, I understand with the music video, there's this, this adorable video that goes along with the track um, featuring, I'm assuming, a lot of um, footage from the late 80s. 90s period when you guys were all, all children um, and you yeah. got you got to direct yeah, yeah. this one I hear yeah 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 so uh, I've been sort of behind the scenes for a lot of the stuff I, I t- what 2020 had a, a lot to do with was just sitting down I, I, I was a did video and editing stuff for ages and then music kind of took over so 2020 there was a lot of just sitting down and planning and saying well let's do this shoot and let's do this shoot and I sort of put it together with um we did a bunch of videos with a friend of ours, Dara Manis, who flew down from Sydney, and we just smashed out a whole bunch of stuff. So, yeah, it's been uh, it's been good getting behind the camera again. I think we're going to be doing a lot more of that over the next few months. Now, with the single, you mentioned that you had it um, kind of made and you were performing it live for quite some time, and now you finally got it onto the album and it's recorded. Um, will this mm-hmm. v- live version of it be changing um, in the shows in March, April, and May um, in comparison to what you've done with it before? It's hard to say. Like with that that new bridge that we put in, um, I think we are going to be doing 
definitely at some of the shows where we've got like more band members and stuff, we'll be doing that. And um, we've kind of at the moment just sort of rehearsing different things and seeing what works. And we're just going to try out a few. So it's sort of been such a while since we've played a bunch of shows. We're just going to sort of test things out and see what works. We've got a couple of different ways we're going to do it though. Okay, interesting. Now, Into the Great Unknown is out today. Uh, it's a cracker of an album. Tell us about, um, I guess, the lead up to this one. Was this ready and done well um, before COVID or was it kind of finished off during that, that kind of down period? No, yeah. So we had, we had a bunch of the songs written and sort of ready to go. But then, uh, then we... And we were going to do a uh, record it with Gary Cato, who's up in Byron Bay. But uh, then everything just went into lockdown. So we'd already recorded two songs. And then everything went into lockdown. So we uh, got onto Jan Skibashevsky, who lives in Gisborne, has a studio in Gisborne, just outside Melbourne. Mm. And, um, and he had a little cottage there. So it kind of worked out that we just went there and just sort of did our lockdown living on site for a month and just sort of would work all day and then just go back to the cottage and listen to the lyrics and just sort of go through it at night. And it was, it was unreal because it sort of gave us this time to really sort of get into the flow state and get really sort of really hone our craft. Whereas before we'd sort of just stolen a week here or five days there between tours. And this time we just sort of had all this dedicated time just to really hone and, and find us down the album. And it just, it, it made all the difference. The world's probably changed a lot in the last couple of years um, for you guys, especially um, in the family department. I, I see there's um, a little baby that's arrived. Yeah, yeah. Jack had a little girl called Rowan um, on the 10th of August last year. So that's definitely, you know, one of the great things that sort of came out of um, out of the COVID lockdown was that uh, Jack has just spent all this time at home with, uh, with little Rowan. Yeah. And he's just absolutely in love. He's having the best time ever. Is this Jack's so, um, first child? So yeah, yeah, Jack's first child. So he's uh they're they're all just they're all really excited and she's just the most social, cute little baby you've ever seen. So I think her <laughs> first show is gonna be at Blues Fest actually, so it's very exciting for all of us. Ah, uh, she's going along to Blues Fest. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna drive the new van up and um and meet everyone up there. So I'm I'm just going on a surf trip going to surf my way up the east coast and then uh they're going to fly in and we'll do it and then i'm just going to surf my way back down so i'm actually looking forward to it as well yeah excellent um i i guess how has uh fatherhood as well as being an uncle influenced the the band at this point has that made things a little bit more uh challenging do you think or do you think it's just um i guess opened up the uh the opportunities at this stage it hasn't really changed much yeah i know that um once, what like when we're what, like say we're organising our Europe tour and and you know like we, we we're going to be going overseas. We're trying to work that out, and I think the thought at the moment is we're not those days of doing you know twelve weeks on the road at a time. They're kind of done, so we've got to sort of do four weeks or five weeks max, and then come home. You know, mm. and you know just probably won't be spending as much time overseas or just. When we do, we'll just be condensing the shows right in and then and then getting home. Which, to be honest, I'm fine with. I think in 2019 we spent six months away from home and we were both pretty miserable. We just, we both missed our partners and so um, like as much fun as we were having, we uh, I'm kind of stoked just to be sort of getting there, doing the shows, and then 
and then getting back to the family. Now, Into the Great Unknown is your brand new album. Does it surprise you that when you do tour for uh, album launches that people are already singing along to the songs? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we, 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 we did a couple of shows over Christmas and we, even, we played some of the songs that we released. And already people were jumping in, like singing, knew all the words and sort of had the T-shirt. And it was just sort of blew our minds that people, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. People do message us because it always still surprises us that people are as into it as they are, you know. And sonically with the album, um, for those who haven't heard it yet, um, is there anything that you're experimenting with that perhaps they haven't heard Pierce Brothers do before? Yeah, well, this, this is the first time we've ever had uh, strings on an album. Wow. So I've wanted, to, I've wanted to play with strings for a while. And so a lot of the time when we were recording, we'd finish up for the day and we'd go back to that little cottage and I'd just sit down with a keyboard and just wrote down sort of these, just these musical strings parts. And I think they all, it was really my first time writing, you know, arrangements, you know, for, for strings players and of that level. So I think you could sort of, it, it, it was a bit. It was. I was a bit rusty at it, you know. But the the main ideas were there. And then I called up um, a friend of ours, Ross Irwin, who's worked with like Angus and Julia and the Cat Empire, and he sort of took those ideas and then just, you know, made them sound professional. If that makes sense. <laughs> and so all of that stuff, when when the strings players came in and actually did it for real, that was one of the best days I've ever had in the studio. It was just fantastic. Yeah, I can imagine just putting uh, an arrangement together and then hearing actual, um, I guess, string performers play your original oh, work. It, Must be an amazing it, experience. It, it's, uh, yeah, and especially, and like, you know, when these guys are, when you hear people who can really play, like, a cello, you know, or really play the violin or viola, and it's just, it blows your hair back. It's just absolutely incredible. So I was stoked. I think if you listen to it, there's a pretty clear Gang of Youth influence on this record. Like, you can tell that, yeah, these boys have been listening to Go Farther in Lightness a lot. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, when's an album from them coming out next? <laughs> I I heard the inside scoop that there's something happening soon. Because that was, what, 2017? Yes, it was a while and, ago now. Um, I, was talking, I was talking to someone who knows someone or something and I don't know. It can't come soon enough. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. I know you're very, very busy and you've got a tour to prepare for uh, and an album to Mate, get out you, and launch. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much. Good on you.